Let's turn our attention to something that the province was talking about when it comes to the safe return to, to schools. We always hear about these HEPA filters, HEPA filters, HEPA filters. How good are HEPA filters? Why are they superior? We wanted to know. So we have welcomed Shelley Diddy, Vice President of Campus Development and Support Services from West Park onto the show. West Park is a healthcare center in Toronto. It's renowned for their work in respiratory medical care, rehabilitation and research. And they have a pandemic ready hospital set to open in 2023. Thanks in part to state of the art HVAC. But before we get to that, Shelly, right off the top, thank you for being here. Thanks a lot, Kelly. So HEPA filters, I mean, we hear a lot about HEPA filters. Why are they the um, predominant filter that we're hearing about during this pandemic? And why are they only part of the solution? Well, you know, Kelly, I think, you know, as part of Omicron and everything we've learned about um, the, the latest variant, it's really important that we have clean air, uh, fresh air. And HEPA filters basically support or assist in that, you know, in terms of moving, removing the uh, the pathogens from our air. So um, they're important. They're an important part of the puzzle, I would suggest. There's a number of layers that, that uh, need to be introduced alongside that because it's not everything. Really, we're, you know, in the ideal situation, we're looking for 100% fresh air in, in our buildings. So uh, help filters, along with all the public guidance that um, we have all been um, adhering to in terms of masking, physical distancing, opening windows wherever we can. It's again, it's, it's another tool in that toolbox to actually um, help support um, our need for, for clean air and, and to prevent uh, COVID transmission. You know, we know that HVAC systems in a lot of these schools are older in a lot of our uh, buildings might not be adequate to protect us against indoor pathogens. Where are they lacking? You know, for a lot of our infrastructure, be it schools or hospitals or, or, or office buildings, you know, when HVAC uh, systems were built, it was for a different standard, a different time. Um, a lot of our infrastructure is aging, so they're not quite up to the latest standards in terms of, you know, what we've learned over time, what we've learned through COVID and, and, and changes in technology. So it really is about the amount of air that is filtered um, out of our building. So most HVAC systems bring in fresh air, recirculate it, about 40% might get expelled uh, to the outdoors. That's not near 100%. So that's, uh, you know, from a West Park perspective, in terms of our new hospital, that's what we're, we're actually introducing in our new HVAC system, it'll be 100% fresh air. And how does that work? So basically, um, we have air comes into the building, so fresh air, it either gets heated or cooled, depending on the season, um, it's recirculated, and then the air is then uh, exhausted to the outdoors. 100% uh, fresh air system will exhaust all of it outdoors, whereas some of the older systems that are in place, um, again, as I said, it's about 40% um, of the air is exhausted. So really, we're trying to eliminate as many of the airborne pathogens as possible. Okay, so you're, uh, where a normal HVAC system would work on uh, taking air in predominantly, you're working on a 50-50 situation where you take in and expel at the same rate. We're actually looking to take it in at 100% and exhaust it at 100%. Right. Where other systems will take in at 100%, recirculate, and maybe only 40% leaves the building. But wh why would they develop a system like that when, was it just that we weren't aware that, um, we had a situation where the indoor pathogens could be a liability. What, I mean, it seems like a no brainer. 
Yeah, you know, um, a lot of our buildings, 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old, we weren't thinking along those lines. Um, I think it's important to appreciate that the time and place and what the information, what the knowledge was then, you know, what we did with our air, how it exhausted. And at that, that point in time, it was probably assumed that that, that was sufficient enough um, to basically exhaust out. I, I think we're just more acutely aware now with COVID and in particular with, uh, with Omicron. So we're learning a lot and we're going to continue mm-hmm. to learn a lot about this. Now, we know that it, it wasn't, it didn't make sense. We couldn't uh, replace all the HVAC systems uh, throughout this pandemic, you know, in a limited amount of time. So kids are going back to schools with the same old HVAC systems. They've got HEPA filters in classrooms. What measures should, should be in place to protect these kids in classrooms? Is that enough? I think it is in the short term. Um, you know, we can't replace entire HVAC systems overnight. It just doesn't happen. We also know there's some challenges in terms of dollars and, and what that would take. So th- the next best step is basically introducing those air purifiers or the help of filters. And again, really, um, you know, following um, public health guidelines um, that I, I think is, is the best we can do. It's important that we're trying to create as safe environments as possible for uh, the children that are going back to school. All right. And so what's your advice to parents when it comes to keeping their kids safe? You know, I, I think everybody, be it government, the schools, um, parents, uh, we're all concerned. And I think if we just follow the good practice and guidance, um, that is the best thing we can do. And it's really important to be consistent with that and and um, get our, school, our kids back to school. Because that's ultimately what we want. All right. Well, I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for, for making some time for us. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, I appreciate it, Kelly. Thank you very much. All right. Have a great day. Shelley Diddy is Vice President of Campus Development and Support Services at West Park Health Center in Toronto.